Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven A man with a shady past and supernatural demon powers drives a muscle car really, really fast seeking vengeance. There's also a hot chick, lots of guns, and great expendable character actors. This is Drive Faster. (laughs) So we did the movie Drive Faster and Angry. (laughs) (laughs) Hi everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. (laughs) And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight... Oh, Doppelganger Month continues! Indeed, and this is a good one. Uh, This is uh, November of 2010's Faster... And February of 2011's Drive Angry. No, it's Angry and Drive Faster. No, sweetie, for the nth time. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, wait, what about that that movie Drive Faster? Uh, That movie really doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Drive Faster! (laughs) It sounds like it should be one, but... (laughs) That was the X-Files episode. (laughs) Uh, But before... Oh, it was just called Drive, right? I think it's just called Drive. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that's another, there's another movie called Drive. Let's not do that. We don't Let's, we don't do movies that bad on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's true. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? Before we get into faster, I'm a little parched mm. from all this muscle car driving. Well, actually, let's drop from the mystery box. Mystery box. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Let's get one of the mystery box. All right. Oh, honey, this one's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Like, we need a stupid wit. <laughs> that is perfect. What's, right. what's better for uh, comparing Nicolas Cage to The Rock? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> By the way, did you ever think you would get to compare Nicolas Cage to The Rock? I had always dreamed. And then it was like, oh yeah, they had those movies five years ago. <laughs> I knew this day would come. All right, here we go. Pop the top. Oh, my top. And the pour on this one. Glug, 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 glug. So we're drinking out of a Track 7 uh, cup and a Epic Film Guys podcast cup. Mm. Thank you, Epic Film Guys. You can check them out at EpicFilmGuys.com and part of the Podfix Network. Podfix? <laughs> yep, that's the new uh, the Movie new? Pod Squad ah, network they're calling So they're it. no longer Movie Pod Squad? They're not. Because it, it's not just movies now. That's also uh, comic books and uh, other things. So we can other steal podcasts. Movie Pod Squad for our own now? Absolutely. We can make it about like cute animal movies or something. It's an unoccupied kingdom. We can just swoop right in and take <laughs> yeah. over. The hashtag has already started. We can steal it. Hey. Uh, at any rate, this is kind of a hazy beer. Sure, that's just not my cup. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> it's yeah a hazy it beer. makes sense. Yeah, being a wheat beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of almost a greenish yellow. Yeah. Um, very hoppy right off the top. Lots of uh, creamy, white, foamy head. Yeah. Yeah, Steve's going in for the taste. Oh god, no! No! Ah! No, he actually looks like he's confused by this. Yeah, beer a it's bit. um, it's got that Belgian characteristic, so it must be like a Belgian wit beer. Or it's really I'm old. I'm guessing. It's also got a little, little bit of the skunkiness to it, but not a whole lot. Just a. No, just you a know hint. what? It, it might. Just I don't be think the, this beer is old. I think it's the yeah. hot profile. Um. Yeah, it's got it's a, l- a little piney. Yeah. Yeah, this has some Simcoe in it. Uh, not a ton, but it has some in it. How do I know? Because I'm quite Simcoe sensitive. <laughs> 
Yeah, not bad. Six point three percent alcohol by volume, but um, oh, does it say anything about it on this bottle here? Uh, there's a little description in the wit. Limited release. But it's, yeah, super. The bard said it's better to be a witty fool than a foolish wit. True that. With that in mind, we take you now to the stupid side of the classic wit on the wings of Yakima's finest. What does that got to do with beer? Give us a call. There you go. And then it has a phone number. Sounds good to me. All right. So yeah, Lug- <laughs> Lagunitas Stupidel out of Petaluma, California. Up next on the podcast, <laughs> calling Lagunitas. All right. So first up, Faster. Again, came out November 2010 uh, from director George Tillman Jr. Where do we know him from? Who's he, Steve? Uh, he was the director of Soul Food, Men of Honor, Notorious, that's right, the Notorious B.I.G. biopic, uh, This, The Longest Ride, uh, an episode of Luke Cage, and is currently attached to the uh, Miles Davis biopic. So so he normally does real movies. Yeah. How in the hell did he get roped into this? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the faster stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as Dwayne Johnson, as Driver... Uh, when is that Dwayne Johnson finally going to like get his due? <laughs> I feel like he's just not in enough things. Yeah, he, he, he's just a great little character actor. He's just now starting to get into his prime. <laughs> so, not like ho- The Rock. Ho- Hollywood should definitely take advantage of him while they can. Uh, so he stars as Driver. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton as Cop. Tom Berenger as Warden. Sent That's right, they thing. don't all have names. Yeah, they really That's don't. Right. Well, well it, uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen as Killer <laughs> uh, also stars Carla Gugino as Cicero, uh, Mike Epps, and Maggie Grace makes another showing on this podcast. Hey! Hey, welcome back. <laughs> uh, there's also Adewale Akinoye Agbaje. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he's Adewale from Congo. Yeah. He, he plays the Evangelist. <laughs> Evangelicist or something like that. It's too bad he's, uh... Wait, is that Sesame Cake? Yeah, no, uh... Claude. Claude, that's right, Claude. Right, like, yeah, Claude, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. an unusual name. <laughs> yeah. Is that unusual where you... Or, that seems unusual from where you come from. Do you know, Have you ever been to where I come from? No. Then how would you know? <laughs> I want to go home now. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie. Um, oh, Jesus, this movie. It starts off from the... Absolute first frame, it starts off with Dwayne Johnson's guns and tats showing. Oh, yeah. Full screen. Oh, this movie, so much gun butter. He's a man who's been in prison for, what, 10 years? 10 yes, years. 10 years. Uh, he's finally getting out. The warden, uh, Tom Berenger, gives him a little speech like, if he, you've been, been in here, been a rough time. If you need anything on the outside, you let me know. And he's like, anything I can do for you? Show me the door. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a shit getting out of prison. Like, you think he'd be a little bit more grateful to, you know, because the wardens also pull the strings on, like, how they get out and stuff. Like, Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, he basically walks out walks out to the, the front of the prison in the middle of, like, nowhere. Like, it's a dusty His desert His brother pulls area, up California. in a, classic, in a uh, classic cop car. No, although it did look a lot like it was going to be Blues Brothers 2000, <laughs> like, several times throughout this, this movie. This movie... <laughs> It, this movie is a well done version of Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. It very much follows the same themes. Spoiler alert, Dead Brother. Yeah, Dead, um, dead, <laughs> dead Brother. There's the uh, church scene. There's mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of things going on. Yeah. 
Uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, so they all be priestesses, though. Yeah, unfortunately, not in this one. Save that <laughs> for later, maybe. Huh? Uh, but yeah, stands out front. Waits a bit, gives it about four Mississippi, looking down the road, no one's there, and then he just jogs off. Who yep. knows how far? Probably a couple miles to a nearby town where, of course, he has a Chevelle waiting for him in the middle of a junkyard. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it runs beautifully. Yep, absolutely. Purrs like a kitten. We found out later it was set up there by his buddy Mike Epps, but but at the time it's like just ro- running through this junkyard and I'm like, oh my god, is he gonna rob this place or something? Chevelle likes Machina. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, I wonder what's under this tarp. Yeah, that's my car now. That happens a lot in both these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Tarps are just pulled back and then magical, beautiful muscle cars just appear. Yep. And then, so he hops in the Chevelle, revs the engine a couple times, peels off, <laughs> stops the car, basically just walks across the street deadpan as cars are like swerving and trying not to hit them and hitting each other. Walks right into a call center, mm-hmm. 10 minutes out of prison, pulls out a gun. Blast a dude in the fucking head. <laughs> so, Steve, as somebody who used to work in a call center, what would you do if you were just on a call with a guest, and the guy next to you is like brain matter suddenly all over the cubicle? I'd probably get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I'd be hopping in that Chevelle that still has the engine running and getting the fuck out. <laughs> so you're right at the door, like, cool car that's running. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, no. <laughs> okay, no work new for him. <laughs> Follow me to freedom! <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was odd. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah. You know, so yeah, shoot, shoots him in the head. And then just kind of like walks off. Cops in the Chevelle yeah, nobody, drives off. Nobody is trying to stop him! Yeah, there's there's a couple screams and stuff. Everybody else is just kind of like, ah, scatter, flee! <laughs> yeah, nobody like even throws a garbage can at him to try and slow him down. Or Do you think that would slow down Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> I mean, he'd have to like pause. <laughs> Have you ever tried throwing a garbage can at the rock? No. Yeah. So how mm. do you know? What if that's what if that's his Achilles heel? His one weakness is like empty garbage cans. Ah! What's in it? <laughs> oh, there's tetanus. <laughs> I can't work under these conditions. Yeah. So then we're introduced to Billy Bob Thornton's character, cop. Cop. Uh, who is a junkie? Yes, he is. Uh, has a little deal go down in the uh, the bathroom. It was kind of odd. And then it goes right into Big Lebowski song, <laughs> Condition My Condition Was In. And it's like, wait, did we just cross movies? Or <laughs> <laughs> Movie crossover. So yeah, basically, uh, he goes to the crime scene, checks it out. Obviously, he just sees a guy with a hole in his head. And it's like, what do we got? Not much. Apparently, they don't have a whole lot of camera and stuff on it, except for this one angle. I don't know. <laughs> But don't worry, we have perfect, like, HD shots of his tattoos. Not his face, but his tattoos. That's right. Ugh. <laughs> the tattoos. Oh, my God. So, it, I, I'm, I'm glad Dwayne Johnson can show off his tattoos in this movie. Yeah! Just a few extras. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. definitely sharpied in a few. Yeah. Um, um, what were the numbers? Were the number He he had, like, bars on his arm, and then they, like, zoomed in on the numbers. When he goes to see the Mexican guys, and one of them's like, I don't fucking kill ghosts, I have to run away yeah, now. Yeah, 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 that's, that's the next thing when he goes to the pawn shop, yeah. and he's up with his buddy Mike Epps, who's like, yeah, he's like, here's your money for it, thanks for the car, blah, 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 and they're like, eh, it should be more now. This is my buddy, uh, Guami Bear UFC fighter, <laughs> the guy from Guam, I'm not sure, like, Guamanian, Guamese, Guamish, whatever. Guami Bear, <laughs> bouncing here and there and everywhere. 
but but it's this big big dude walks up to him speaking I'm assuming Gu- Guamanese the, the language of Guam Italian. Uh, and then he looks down and <laughs> on his forearm he has like the, this bar tattoo and he's like with numbers oh. written in between the bars yeah I, I couldn't even make out what the numbers were but he's like I know what that is I, I ain't got no problem with you brother I don't fuck with I ghosts I don't fuck with ghosts and he just hightails out of there it's like <laughs> and then it's never brought up again no uh, well so I mean the tattoo is but not like the reference of that particular tattoo scares people off yeah like, I, I think that he has an identifying tattoo yeah I think I think it it's something to do with like like he was in prison and he had to like kill a bunch of people or, so like or, or he was like he an enforcer or? in prison or something I don't know it's just something like you don't mess with this guy he's he's legit it's, it's like his know. teardrop <laughs> yes, teardrop, but you can't mess with the moneymaker. That's the rock's face. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So he gets out of there, gets scared off. Um, and then we're introduced to the killer, who... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I actually dug this guy's character. He like, really was kind of cool. <laughs> this wasn't... The thing is, this guy looked like he was enjoy. Everybody else looked like they were in pain doing their characters. He looked like he was enjoying playing his character. Yeah, it, it, he's doing, like, the stretching. Like you were saying, like, the guy from Ocean's 12 Ocean, or whatever. Like. It was the Ocean's 12 <laughs> intro thing where, yeah, he's, like, spinning on his hands and doing some very acrobatic shit. Like, very Cirque du Soleil-style stuff. Yeah, it's his palatial estate up in the hills. With his hot blonde assistant. Yeah, yeah, I mean, lover. Hot blonde... Uh, yeah, yeah, what is she like? PR director slash therapist slash fiance. No, the, bl- the blonde slash... is his fiance. He calls his therapist because uh, he gets a job. Like him and the blonde are making out, and then he gets a call, and she goes, "You have to go on another job, do you, don't you?" And he's like, "Yes, but don't worry. This will be the last one. You say that every time. Oh, yeah, maybe I'm be wasting too. my time." And she oh, walks goodness. off, and then it cuts to him in the car, like. Polishing his guns, by the way, his yeah, Porsche, your... something or another, oh, and like he's Maserati, like on the Bluetooth yeah. with his uh, therapist, and like, well, she's the only woman I've ever loved, but uh, you know, I I'm doing, you know, the, my job yeah, takes me yeah, away from right. her, and he the therapist's like, you know, in all these years, you've never told me what you do, and uh, he makes up like, some oh, bullshit. I gotta go. Click. No, he, first he says uh, he's a surgeon, and she's like, uh-huh, oh, that's right, I'll buy that, but much like I have other clients who are in uh, the medical industry and you're just going to have to start deciding what's more important, your career or your woman. And he's like, that's what I should do. I should marry her and I give this life up. And then she goes, are you on your meds? Yeah. And he's like, nope. nope. And she's like, as your therapist, I need to advise you. I have to go now. Oh, gotta go now. Bye-bye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> click and then double click. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That guy was fun. I liked him arguing yeah. with his... Th- I like that we never see him with his therapist. I just like well, that she's a disembodied voice. And that's, why, and that's why I was always confused because then he'd be on the phone... Basically saying the exact same stuff to uh, his fiance. The therapist had an older sounding voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fiance Ooh. definitely had the wafy voice. You know who it was? I was about to say it's the therapist from Vampire's Kiss. I really hope it is. That's who I was picturing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm picturing her being massaged down by her pool boy, exactly. even though she lives in a penthouse. F- Fernando, whatever, F- Fernand, whatever his name was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So the killer school, yeah, is this tech billionaire guy who also does assassinations on the side just for fun. Oh, is he a tech billionaire? I just assumed he made his money from being like a super awesome killer. I don't know. Well, it in the like when he's being intro, it showed all the things on the wall, like his his framed dollar bills and all yeah. that. And then there was also like tech Tech World magazine or whatever, and it's like internet billionaire sells for forty four million pounds or whatever small potatoes it kind of was, but that was. 
kind of how he started and got his big money, and then he just okay. kept progressing then, from there. And then he got bored with that and went I, into professional killing. That's exactly it, apparently. <laughs> I, he he seems also a lot like the guy from a uh, Karate Kid Three, the guy with the ponytail. Yeah. He's like, it's not the plutonium deal. I gotta go back to do my dojo stuff. Right? Yeah. But, like, I don't care if we have to put the plutonium through a ch- through a kindergarten classroom. Just get it done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's definitely one of the best parts of this movie. He. Um, yeah. And then like. I like that they introduced that he's, like, unstable right in the beginning, because it just makes, when he does his, like, compulsive shit, like, how come, how come the rock's faster than me? Yeah. It's, like, it's not just him, like, saying those lines, it's like, oh, he's, this is bothering him. Yeah. More than it should. <laughs> yeah, he's off his meds. He's also got, uh, the good, bad, and the ugly is his ringtone on his phone. Mm-hmm. And I also like when he's, like, leaving his apartment for the first time, the, the, or, I'm sorry, his apartment, his mansion for the first time. His palatial estate. It, it's, like, two minutes of, like, a Hugo Boss commercial of, like, yes. him and Maggie Grace, like, in slow motion, like, walking through doors, throwing on suits, looking back, glistening. The, the fan perfect blowing. Sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, th- this movie has some beautiful shots. Yeah, it's 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 a really well shot movie. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's almost like it's a real movie. Yeah, <laughs> not like the other one we'll be talking about. Oh, uh, we gotta hurry up and do this movie so we can yeah. talk about <laughs> so uh, we can talk about angry. Yeah, so then we're then we go into a flashback where uh, the Rock is uh, basically we're finding out what happened to the Rock's brother because we By know the way, he's I like been that killed. But... Young Rock, I'm using quotes. It's just the Rock with a beanie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It does make his eyes look bigger. It really does. It makes you a little more toey-eyed. Yeah, it has an Asian day in ten years. It's pretty impressive. But yeah, it's just like him wearing like a hoodie to hide some of his gun, his prison guns, and uh, and the beanie. And like, no, bro, take yeah, bro, care. don't do that, man. No. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's a little chase scene with the GTO during the bank robbery and all that. It's a nice uh, looking GTO, by the it way. It really is. Yeah. All right, but I'm just gonna point out. They always have, like, classic cars in these movies as the getaway vehicles. What was the last classic car you owned that reliably started every time? <laughs> well, Pontiac Le Mans did pretty well. Not anymore, but... <laughs> I mean, but still, was it was it as reliable as a Honda Civic? Nah. Nah. <laughs> but, but I also, assume if your name is Driver, you probably have, <laughs> have it ready to go at a moment's notice. It's like I, the Transporter. Like the, yeah, no, I'm just Push saying, button. like, like, like if I were to rob a bank, you know what I would probably take? What's that? Like a Volvo. Okay. Because no, you're going to get lost in traffic. Just like a beige Volvo, then you disappear. <laughs> the cops just go right past you, like, yeah. Yeah, that had four guys with ba- <laughs> bags with dollar signs on them. Do you think that's them? Yeah, it couldn't be. Why would they drive a Volvo out here? Yeah, no, no, I'd put, like, a car seat, like, in the back, and... It's a smart car, you got four guys jammed into a smart car. <laughs> no, 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 I'd get, like, a Volvo station wagon, put a put a baby seat in the middle, um, like, have the, the, the like, uh, uh, like, the bumper stickers, like, my child is an honor student in that, oh, and then what you do is you pick a bank that's near a school during pickup time, you just get right into pickup traffic. Hmm. The cops are never going to chase you into there, and then you'll just be lost once in a there you go. So, that's everything <laughs> I learned from bank robbing. And, uh, As somebody who got out of, like, four or five tickets just for having the car seat of the kid she used to nanny in the back seat, No kid in it. Car seat's the way to go. There you go. Another <laughs> helpful tip. Uh, so, then we're introduced to the Rock's next stop, uh, which is where the killer's kind of introduced to, where he goes to an apartment building, and there's a... Yeah. Uh, 
Kind of a creepier old guy with a mustache. He's being helped out by this young, sweet girl. Unclear why she's helping him, but... I think just helping with the groceries or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of almost got the vibe like she was there, like the kids who help out lonely seniors or something, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, she's helping him with the, the... I was going to say the laundry, and then I was going to say the dishes. No, with the groceries. <laughs> Close enough. And uh, and then she she's like, all right, I got to go now. And he's like, oh, have a drink. And then she drinks some lemonade, and then she uh, she starts getting woozy. And then mm-hmm. he tosses his cane aside and looms over her creepily. Yeah, with the camera. Oh, yes, with the camera. Because also the flashback, uh, we're, or another scene, there's Billy Bob Thornton and Carly Regina looking at footage of the flashback when they got set up and The Rock's brother was killed and I was like who the fuck would record this? <laughs> I believe you said that and then Lady Cop says like why would they record yeah, this? Yeah it was like three seconds later it's like why didn't we record this? Oh it was like their own personal snuff film or something like that. It's like okay that's great. They were great. very careful not to photograph any of the perpetrators faces. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, but this was the camera guy for that apparently and The Rock knew him. Uh, basically, just as the girl's getting woozy, boom, he kicks open the door, and the, the camera's just like, oh god, oh god, what are you doing? And then, kerplow, kerplow, kerplow. Yeah. Very satisfying. Yeah. Very satisfying. The, the rock of this movie is just so dead set, straightforward. Yes. Oh, we also found out that the rock got shot. In the back of the head ten oh, years ago. Yes, it's true. And so he has a metal plate in the back of his head. That's right. Very important for later in the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was... Because in that flashback, his shows him get shot in the back of the head. And I'm like, but he's alive! <laughs> and like, oh no, yeah, he was in surgery for a long time. Metal plate in the back of his head. And then he went to prison for ten years. And yeah, everything's fine. He's the rock. <laughs> yeah. Demon powers! <laughs> By the way, um, I feel like maybe that might be some of the reason why he's so unnaturally fixated on all this. Yeah, perhaps. He, yeah, all that frontal lobe stuff's out of the way. He's just, focus! Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then there's the hallway shootout, because as he's leaving the creepy guy's house, the killer comes around yeah. the corner, and there's a little... And that's where they're like, why is he faster than me? Yeah. Oh, the, the, the young black girl gets in between them, and The Rock saves her. Yeah, but a cool little shootout thing, and they both drive off, a little car chase, but... Oh, yeah, that's right, the car chase, and then, like... Oh, no, that's right, yeah, that's right, the guy got distracted, and uh, The Rock was already, like, peeling off in yeah. the car while he was up in the apartment. That's yeah, yeah. right. Ugh, yeah. So uh, I'm assuming The Rock just jumped right out the window and into his car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Teleport. <laughs> It's the Scorpion King, by the way. Yeah. No. And then, so then he, yeah, this is where he calls his uh, girlfriend or whatever, talking about, he's faster, blah, blah, blah. And then he proposes. The killer proposes to his yes. fiance. No, because he proposes, okay. and then when they get married, oh, and right. they have the ceremony, and then they yeah. celebrate by going and shooting in the middle of fucking yeah, nowhere. Yeah, going to the shooting range. And then that's when she's like, you're going to give all this up, right? And he's like, after this job. And she was like... You told me! Yeah, and then she was like, maybe I shouldn't have married you. And he's like, shaking the gun, like he's yeah. having a rage fit, and then he fires it like nine times into something, and he's like, you know what, babe? We'll talk about this later. Yeah, then you find out uh, Billy Bob Thornton meets up with his young son. Who's and ex-wife. Horrible at baseball. Yes, and his uh, his ex-wife. By the way. Who was a former snitch of his. 
We find that out. Mm. By the way, so his wife, pretty hot, right? Yeah, Moon Bloodgood. Yeah. yeah. Billy Bob Thornton, super skinny in this movie, right? Oh, yeah. How did the two of them have the fattest, ugliest kid? <laughs> I'm sorry, that kid is really on it. Like, it was like they were trying to pick a really, like, dislikable kid. Yeah, he's like a brunette version of the kid from Bad Santa. Like, yeah, he <laughs> No, you know what? He's like what a brunette version of the, uh, the bully from Sandlot. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> he's just kind of got that, like, little, pudgy little stink chubby, face. Chubby, chubby cheek face, yeah. Uh, sweet kid and all, but, yeah. Oh yeah, but it's, I, and it's I like the little relationship where he's like, oh, "I don't think I'm that good at baseball." I was like, "Oh, you just gotta practice," and you know, I'm no good at baseball either. I don't even know why I would try <laughs> to do it, but you know. But yeah, but you find out that uh, Billy Bob, yeah, Billy Bob's uh, soon-to-be ex-wife is a uh, former snitch of his, and they're both. Uh, she's recovering from dope. Yeah, she's she's got a habit just like uh, Billy Bob, who but she's trying who's to allegedly it. clean. She's getting a she's going to school for to get her AA and everything. Oh, oh, we also find out he's ten days from retirement. That's right, he's ten days from retirement. He just has to finish this big case, yep. and then he'll get clean. Just another week, and he'll get clean. He'll have all of his benefits, and it'll be fine, and blah blah blah. And they can live together as a family. Yeah. Meanwhile, The Rock is on to his next mission. Yeah, he is. In Henderson, Nevada. Yeah. What's in Henderson? Strip clubs. Strip clubs. <laughs> so he goes there. Uh, apparently one of the guys on his on his Kill Bill list is uh, a bouncer there at a nightclub. Uh, mm-hmm. he basically, he goes in there. He has to leave his gun behind because, you know, everybody's searching when they go in. Yeah. Uh, but then he meets up with them in the bathroom. The, the, you missed you miss the best oh. line of this whole goddamn movie. What's that? When the, the, the doorman's patting him down and goes, you got any guns other than these big boys <laughs> right, right here? <laughs> Doesn't even warrant a response from The Rock. He's like, all right, have fun, man. Shoot. I like how the, the Rock just gives him a look like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that is like the greatest line ever. I That was amazing. Yeah, it was, that's right. God. <laughs> and the way he pats both Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's totally like, goddamn tree trunks, man. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So so yeah, then there's the bathroom fight with the uh, the bouncer guy where the Rock has an ice pick and of course the bouncer has a. Big there's ass also knife. another really good line where the 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 big bouncer guy says to the uh, the old man who's the bathroom attendant, you know, like, "Oh Joe, yeah, like, hey Joe, what? No matter who walks out of this, you don't tell nobody what went down." And Joe's like, "Shit," and just waddles out of the yeah. bathroom. All right. It's like that old man seems some shit. Yeah, Joe, Joe looks like blue from old school. Like he's just an old dude with a mustache who's Stanley a bathroom attendant. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Oh my god, that would have made so much sense too. These two giant guys fighting, like oh superhero fight. I'm gonna go guard the door. Excelsior. Yeah. So they have a little fight, knife fight, basically. It's actually not that long. Rock gets him with the ice pick a couple times, and as he as the bouncer bleeds out, no, he throws or, him. This or is thrown out. Yeah, oh, yeah, he says, "Call yeah. my son. He's number two on the speed yeah, dial. Speed dial number three. Speed yeah. dial number three. Tell him. Yeah, you know, was it? Uh... Tell him I love him, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So the Rock, uh, 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 as he's leaving, you know, obviously got up in the yeah. car driving off. He uh, picks up the phone, calls his son, and he's like. Daddy? Your, your, your father says he loves you. Where's Who? my daddy? Who are you? Who is this? Click. <laughs> but he does it again later, and, and the son's like... Are you the man who killed my daddy? Yes. I'm gonna kill you. 
you do what you need to do. But that's a dark road you're headed down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, It's a dark road you're headed down. With killer on his tail. That's right. Uh, Uh, Oh, there's the line. (laughs) Oh, he goes to see the old man. Billy Bob Thornton goes to Henderson after the murder because he has a hunch that uh, this has to do with the guy, the guy he's investigating, the guy that's killed oh, yeah, the two people in L.A. Hunch. Yeah, I got a hunch. So did Quasimodo. That didn't get in anywhere. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's yeah. pretty good. So he goes back to Henderson because the bouncer guy didn't die. He just bled out a lot. And so he has to yeah, go he back to the Yeah, he hears on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> he's in critical condition. So The Rock goes back, and then that's when the shootout with uh, the hitman happens. After he walks in by this great scene, it's like, this guy's in surgery. Something else happened in between there, because we decided that guy had to be in surgery for, like, 14 hours. Yeah, it was, like, 12, yeah, he was, like, driving all, it was all almost all the way back to L.A., and it was, like, the next morning or something. Yeah. Else. It, was, it was a while later, and then that's when, uh, because they heard the report about the guy getting stabbed or whatever, that's when Billy Bob had his hunch. Yes. And so he was heading over there, that's a good five six hour drive from la i don't know what yeah exactly but the rock horse has to drive back gets there middle surgery plow 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 like in front of all the surgeons all the nurses <laughs> everybody just ducks and covers the rock just walks right back out of the uh um out of the hospital and then that's when the hitman catches up with him the killer and then that's when they have their uh, yeah. their chase scene. But the most yeah, and, unbelievable part. And of also, this movie. Billy Bob gets there to the hospital because right. they have the little shootout there in the basement. And, oh yes. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of shootouts in this movie. Yeah. A lot of car chases. Yes, so. and uh, important note for later: The Rock and Billy Bob come face to face, and The Rock walks right past Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, basically holds him at gunpoint, like ready to just plow in there, and he's like. And, and then, but then, then Billy Bob's like ready to die. Closes his eyes, opens them, and the rock is gone. Yeah. And then there's the uh, car chase. And then it's the car chase. Yeah, yeah. Would yeah, be like sh- you beating Chevelle Usain- SS outrunning a yeah. Maserati on the freeway. Which would be like you outrunning Usain Bolt. You're a fast dude. You got long legs. <laughs> You're not outrunning Usain Bolt. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. So Bill chase cuts cuts off. Uh, like I was mentioning before, the Chevelle cuts off a semi, who then kind of cuts off the Maserati, pulling him to the side of the road. And then, like, as the truck goes by, the rock's there, gun pointed at the killer. They just kind of stare at each other for a second. Killer pulls out his gun, shoots the rock in the neck. Uh, rock Blood fire. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Rock fires back a couple times and then drives off the other direction. And that's the end of the... Oh, no, 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 Sean, Sean, no, shoots no. the tires That's out. right, you shoot the tire out, and that's when the killer yeah. shoots him in the neck, and then The Rock, like, fires a couple shots off and, like, drives off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right, yeah, the tire yeah, was the that, important part, because otherwise that, he got caught up. Yeah, pulling <laughs> because that low rider wouldn't go in anywhere with a flat tire. Yeah, this this movie's kind of all over the place. <laughs> the Rock is shot in the neck, and then that's when he goes to the house with the old lady. You find out it's his mother. Uh, the Rock is there to kill his father because he thinks his... His he thinks, he, he thinks his dad, is, yeah, stepfather. He thinks that's the guy who set him up ten years ago. Yeah, and the mom says no, no, because uh, he loved your brother too much. Because yeah. apparently, The Rock and his dead brother were only half brothers because his mom was a whore, and she. <laughs> oh, well, she does the like. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I didn't yeah. do better for you. I'm yeah, sorry, exactly. you know, like it wasn't your fault. I'm sorry, your dad used to beat you and not him, but your brother always took would take care of you and. Uh, you're, you're the man who raised you, uh, the old man, you know, loved him 
you know, too much to set both of you up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of a little heart-wrenching scene in a way. It is, yeah. For, especially, you know, for this movie. But there's one more stop at the reservoir. Oh, the yeah. The Evangelical yes. Church. Oh, so the, Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so he's, like, listening to a preacher on the... On his on the in the Chevelle radio during the a lot of the scenes, the whole movie, the whole yeah. whole movie. Every time he's driving, he's listening to this preacher, and it sounds like Terry Crews to me. I was this like whole really movie surprised. Sounded like Terry Crews, <laughs> I was amazed when it wasn't. But it is actually uh, Otawale. We find out because he yeah. goes to that church, and apparently he's on the list. So he basically like walks up mid sermon. Otawale sees him. Uh, but he's like, "All right, that's uh, let's let's sing a hymn." And then afterwards, they he like walks up to him. He's like. I have a family now. I learned. I learned. I learned the airs well, of my ways. And then they go yeah, for yeah, a walk down office. by the reservoir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Ed Wally yeah, tells him about how like he he's changed. He was just the doorman. He he wasn't told anything about the job. Just that he was supposed to watch the door. He, uh, and then as soon as he saw the Rock's brother get shot in the head, he realized that uh, he was on a bad path. And then right after that job was when he went to change his ways, use his money to start the church. Yeah became a man of God. The Rock is, like, ready to execute him. He gets down on his knees and starts praying. And he starts singing. Who's yeah. that writing? John, John the Revelator. Revelator. Yet another Blues Brothers moment. Oh, my God. It's like somebody watched Blues Brothers 2000 and went, I can make a better version of this. I can make a car chase version of this. Yeah, all the car chases and stuff, my God. Yeah. yeah it was it was weird. The Rock just needed a brother. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Both their brothers were dead. Their the brothers were dead in both movies, Steve. I know it's unfortunate. Well, he, he, get, then he needed a John Goodman replacement. I was gonna say this could get a John. This couldn't get John Goodman. <laughs> Who would be the Rock's John Goodman? Oh my God, Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Don't make that happen, Hollywood. We've had enough of it. <laughs> uh, uh, Medea. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> oh God, Tyler Perry. <laughs> That would almost work. <laughs> so yeah, so then uh, Billy Bob Thornton makes it out to the evangelical church because he just has a hunch that he's out there too. And... Yeah, he's got a lot of hunches. Uh, he pulls up, he sees the car, he calls Lady Cop and says, "I'm out here all alone. There's no no time for backup. Yeah, no time for backup. <laughs> just wait for and, me. I'll be out there shortly." And the killer's on his way there too. It's Everybody's gonna be a big, gonna be massive final shootout. Yeah, sweetie. Do we want to ruin the end of this movie? No, let's not ruin this movie. This movie's worth watching. Absolutely. The next movie was ruined. Yeah, we're going to ruin the fuck out of the next movie. <laughs> but yeah, Faster, I would recommend checking out. If you like car chase movies, revenge flicks, The Rock, which yeah. you all do if you're listening to this podcast, right? definitely check it out. Yeah, this is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. So I'm a little parched. I don't know about you. Oh, man. Do we need to get something else out of the box of mystery? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. All right. Hold on. Just hold on. All right, what are we getting out of the box? This is Lagunitas. Another Lagunitas. Another nice. Lagunitas. A double vase on! Nice. style ale. Brewed and bottled by Lagunitas Company, Petaluma, California. 8.7%. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Woo! Uh, so, yeah, this is a uh, this is a uh, bomber size. Yeah, it's still 22 ounce. I gotta say, uh, we definitely are getting our 20 bucks worth out of this, uh, oh, this well, pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got another 20-something beers to go, too. All right, here, we'll pop right. the top. Oh, my top! Yeah! By the way, using our I Heart Day Drinking uh, bottle opener. <laughs> in the pour. 
Yeah, it is. We have a little mm. cascading bubbles action right now. But yeah, nice uh, nice dark golden color. Almost uh, almost like an auburn brown. Mm. Nice big white frothy head. Mm. Yeah, this is good. Uh, good in Belgian-y. A little hoppier than I would usually uh, ask for from a double bison. But oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely got some honey notes on it, especially on the end. This is a delightful beverage. If you are into Belgians, definitely give this one a try. Yeah, yeah. It's said like the honey, maybe a little candy sugar or something on it. It's got a little, kind of a sweet finish to it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's a kind of honey flavor. I don't know if it is from Belgian candy sugar or yeah. what, but yeah, definitely got a sweet finish. A good well-rounded palate on Almost it. sweet a finish is our next movie. Yes. <laughs> All right, so... Oh, this fucking movie. As... As much as a well-crafted movie as Faster was, Drive Angry is the oh absolute God. batshit crazy oh. grindhouse shot in 3D version of this movie. Oh my God. Starring the great Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, which is amazing. He plays John Milton. Yeah. Yes, that John Milton. Uh, and there's also Amber Heard, a.k.a. Johnny Depp's ex-wife, uh, as Piper. She has the lips of an affectionate champ. <laughs> William Fickner is in this movie. He's oh. a, a regular member on our podcast, unfortunately. Why is William Fickner not in better movies? He's an amazing I, actor. I thoroughly enjoy him. He's in some good ones, but yeah, it's mostly the crazy-ass ones. He needs a better agent because he should be in much better movies. Uh, he plays the accountant. Uh, there's also uh, Billy Burke in this movie as Jonah King. Tom Atkins from uh, Halloween 3 is in yeah. this movie as the police captain. Uh, David Morse. I mean, some decent character actors yeah. in this thing. But uh, So in this movie, oh, uh, a vengeful father escapes from hell and chases after men who killed his daughter and kidnapped his granddaughter. Yep. That's basically the whole plot of this movie. Well, uh, so next week on Everything I Learned From Me. So, alright. How do I start with this movie? Well, the first scene. The first car chase scene. Uh, Nicholas Cage being completely deadpan, cornered yep. by scary looking dudes, tells them uh, they basically messed with the wrong dude, shoots all of them, and then just drives away, completely deadpan. And, oh, and, and a car explodes behind them and yeah. everything, too. And, and that's when it's drive angry. Uh, and, and basically from that green screen explosion thing, you can tell this movie was shot with 3D in mind from the get-go. Because every, yeah. <laughs> every third scene or so has the big, like, super obvious, slow 3D stuff coming at the screen. Yeah, the, the, the shells off the shotgun flying right at your face, uh, coin flips. I have to say, some of the <laughs> graphics in this movie are on par with... Uh, a shark boy and lava girl. <laughs> a scan 10, 12 years afterwards. <laughs> yeah, some of them are pretty bad. It's it's sad. There's a scene where they are on a bridge. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> so, what do you think about Nicolas Cage's hairstyle in this movie? Oh, my God. Why was that not the first thing out of my mouth? They, so, we all know Nicolas Cage's hair. He's had the same hair for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. It's thinning. Mm -hmm. It's longer than it should be for hair that is thinning. And then they bleached the tips. Yep. Yeah, it, it makes it amazing, they, I know. I agree with you, 100%. They, I believe this movie started 
And the first thing out of my mouth was, what the fuck did they do to his hair? <laughs> Who dressed that man? <laughs> Obviously, this is after the divorce, because no wife would let him leave the house looking like that. <laughs> I don't care if it's for a part. Fix your fucking hair. And, and, and then, oh yeah, when he's killing those guys, like he fires a shotgun like it's a pistol. Like he just kind of holds it out mm-hmm. and two, two, two. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> uh uh, then you find out uh, the next scene is you uh, see Amber Heard at her uh, waitressing job, yep. um, and you find out basically everybody in this movie is absolutely horrible. Oh, despicable. everybody! Yeah, everybody's horrible. She's pretty horrible too. She's horrible. Her friends are horrible. Yeah, <laughs> the cook's an asshole. The <laughs> yeah, the cook basically molests her on the counter, and then she basically told, tells him, well, she punches him in the dick and then says, if you ever do that to me again, I'm going to cram your spatula where the sun don't shine. She gets off of work, goes home to where her best friend... Oh, she quits. That's right, she quits. She goes home and finds her best friend mid-fuck on her boyfriend. Yeah, her, like, Aryan boyfriend or something. Uh, she, she does the appropriate thing and rips that bitch right off by the hair, tosses her outside, and then knocks her out. By yep. the way, the gross trailer park neighbor takes a picture. That guy, yeah, the most realistic human in this entire movie. <laughs> He's just got like, what are you looking at? It's geek. Like, the, like Amherst n- punches this naked brunette out who's just splayed out, and this guy's just like, heh, 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 click. And it's like that guy's the only realistic person yeah. in this movie so far. And then Arian Ray's boyfriend's like, bitch. You know, uh, where you think you're going? You're not going anywhere in my car. I'm the best you're ever going to get. Punches her a couple of times and is like, man, if I can't have you, ain't nobody's ever going to want you. And then Nicolas Cage for some reason. Nicolas Cage. Because Nicolas Cage Cage was was at the diner. That's right. Um, And and then the gross other waitress was trying to molest him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie (laughs) So he's like, oh, this town's just full of of rapists. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. But but, but he also convinces her to... uh, Oh, to give her a give yeah, him a give, ride. give him a ride after basically he saves her from the boyfriend and yeah, beats yeah. the shit out of him. Then the AC unit drops on his head. I'm yeah. like, so that guy's dead, right? Nope, apparently not. Just walking it off later. I don't know. <laughs> also, apparently in this movie. Uh, Nicholas Cage is the hottest man who've ever walked the earth. Yeah, I, is it because he has because he's dead? He's got like a vampire thrall. I would assume so. Because you don't you're not supposed to know he's dead at this point, well, but you know he's dead. At this well, point. it's like, like it's like Al Pacino is John Milton when he was in uh, Devil's Advocate. People <laughs> just love that guy. And maybe it's just the name John Milton, Steve. Maybe you just need to start going by. No, you know what? Don't go by John Milton because I'll I'll have to kill way more ladies. And then stop giving me ideas. <laughs> and I will bathe in their blood. <laughs> Yeah, you could be part of Jonah King's cult. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to watch me rub myself down with the blood of my enemies, Steve. Yeah. By the way, there's a lot of boobs in this movie. Oh, there's so many boobs, so <laughs> many boobs. No dong, but that, there's plenty of boobs. That was a, that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, <laughs> we're also introduced to uh, William Fickner as the accountant. He is amazing in this. <laughs> I, I I think he. I think the first scene with him is when at the at the diner after shit kind of went down there. He goes. He's he's on the trail of John Milton trying to find him. He of course just kind of walks everywhere because he's magical. But the cook's out there and he's like, "You fat fuck, come here." <laughs> oh, after, what did you say to me? After, after he's talking to the oh, slutty waitress. Yeah, the slutty waitress. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Who is all about him? I call you fat fuck. Would you rather I called you dead fat fuck? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, everything is just so deadpan and like perfect. I, oh, he's so uh, good in this. William Fickner's too good for this movie. <laughs> he really, really is. I want his spinoff movie where it's just like him chasing down various people who escape I'm sorry, hell. are you saying you want a spinoff movie called The Accountant about yes. an emotionless asshole who kills people? Yeah, no, but I want That may s- already be I out there starring to- Ben Affleck. No, but I want it with William Fickner. Oh, okay. That makes and sense. And him being able to snap his fingers and fiery cars appear. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Cars burst out of balls <laughs> of flame in this movie. Like, people literally snap their fingers, a ball of flame appears, and then there's a car left. Which usually in movies, it's the opposite. They snap their fingers, and then where there used to be a car is now a ball of flames. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nick Cage and Piper, Amber Heard. <laughs> Piper. They're, they're driving off. And it's around that time we find out that Nicolas Cage has this mystical chest with something in it. But what could it possibly be? Uh, what could it be? We'll find I out. what it means. And then they show up at the uh, the bull, bull by the Balls. Yeah, Bull by the Balls. That's right. That's the name of the uh, little hick bar they go to to, I guess, get food and take a shit or something. I don't know. Just kind of... He orders a... Oh, no, they're staying at the motel that's next door to it. There you go, that's yeah. Right, that's and right. then, uh, yeah, uh, Amber Hearst immediately goes and picks up a boyfriend after ordering her beer. Yeah. Oh, and there's a comment about Nicolas Cage's ID is, uh... The antique. Is an antique. By another waitress who is all over him. Oh, she is just <laughs> wants up in... The, she wants up in there. <laughs> yeah, that's where I have the note here. Why does everybody want to fuck Nick Cage? Because it's a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> yeah, right? Everyone wants to fuck him. Where does he fuck? Everywhere! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they order beers, and then immediately Piper is like, I'm gonna go fuck this cowboy, see you later. And Nick Cage goes like, what about your beer? And she's like, you drink you it. it. And so then the next scene, there's... Uh, the bartender. The, the, the new boyfriend, yeah, the bartender or whatever. He's yeah. like doing Amber Heard's toenails or some shit like that. Yeah, she's like, oh, and he's like, like are are we, oh, and she's naked by yeah. the way, and she's fully clothed. Yeah, and and he's just like, so are we going to fuck? And she's like, I don't know. It depends on how well you do my nails. Oh, see, you messed that one up. Now you gotta do it again. Yeah, and, and then, then we cut to Nicolas Cage. Who... Well, they hear noises in the, the oh, bedroom yeah. next door. Ah, 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 shut up! And then we go through the wall to find out it's the blonde waitress chick just riding Nicolas Cage, who could not give less of a fuck. By the way, she is, like, naked and full-on, like, in the throes of passion. He still has all of his clothes on, and his sunglasses, and a cigarette. It's pretty fantastic. Like, (laughs) I, like, yeah, and then she's like, like, ain't you gonna get naked if we're gonna fuck? And he's just like, I never fuck before a gunfight. What? And then, that's when the gunfight starts. Oh, and we're not talking about, like, a a rock gunfight. (laughs) No, no, this is guns blasting, shotguns, all kinds of shit, all over. Uh, All while there's a naked blonde chick hanging off Nick Cage. It's a horrible, horrible attempt at doing that scene from Shoot 'em Up, which was awesome. Yeah, coming yeah. next week. No, that uh. <laughs> that was an amazing scene. Yeah, this is, and I couldn't tell. Like at first, it seemed like she was still orgasming, but then you realize no, she's actually crying. Yeah, she's just like yelling, but basically. she's like hanging onto him like a goddamn spider monkey. Yeah, and he's uh, and his blonde tips are blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's uh it's an interesting little shootout scene, but uh, oh, it also oh, is that also why has... he wouldn't take his clothes off because he didn't want her to know that the uh, 
the curtain doesn't match the carpet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's a couple of cool yeah, kills in this movie. There's a lot more carpet than there is curtain. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, I need a beer. Uh, the, now all... everybody's thinking about Nicolas Cage's carpets. <laughs> His fiery red hail hairs and... Oh. <laughs> Do you, do you think Nicolas Cage has fire pew? Fire patch? Well, obviously, when he came back from hell, it's the only way you can have That's pews. That's true. Oh my gosh, everybody with fire patch from hell? Yes. <laughs> That's Fact. the only explanation. Everything I learned from movies. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple uh, cool kills in this little shoot. There's the uh, guy who shot in the dick so hard it blasts him out the window. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> Uh, there's also the bullet ricocheting off of the machete and going in the guy's forehead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's all kinds of cool shit going on. There's Nicolas Cage taking shots of Jack Daniels all throughout it, too. Yeah. And He's then, taking shots of Jack Daniels with the naked blood hanging off of him, wearing glasses, smoking a cigarette, blonde waving in the air, yeah. dressed in all black. Yeah. This this scene is some somebody jer- jerked themselves off to the scene. And the end of it ends with Piper saving him by mm. whacking somebody in the back of the head with a hoe. It's true. Whack. <laughs> oh, bitches and hoes. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so basically, from there, there is a uh, another shootout scene. Oh, it's the two cops. The cops, because the accountant used his did his little coin flip thing. And now they're under his spell, so two cops went with the accountant there, yep. and they have a little shootout there around the, the motel pool. Uh, and Piper kills both cops, because she's the one with the gun, uh, because now she's wanted for murdering two cops. Which makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the accountant basically is telling everybody that they're super dangerous and, like, shoot on sight, shoot to kill. Yeah. So yeah, so then uh, the next morning is when the police chief shows up. Uh, Piper and uh, and Nick Cage are gone. Yeah, and yeah, the, the, the Tom Atkins from Halloween Three. Oh man, all of his Tom Atkinsness. <laughs> yeah, he shows up and basically is like, "Well, we're gonna like these motherfuckers aren't gonna live to see their trial." <laughs> oh yeah, the the blonde chick saying he killed them while we were fucking. Ah. <laughs> uh. I ain't never done that before. Better get a shrink out here. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, we uh, were fucking. Somewhere in here, Jonah King is introduced, and he's the head of this cult uh, that's good, uh, apparently going to bring about the end of the world with a sacrifice of this child that we find out is uh, Nicholas Cage's, Nicholas Cage's granddaughter. granddaughter. His his daughter was part of the cult. She met a hippie boyfriend, they fell in love, um, they had a baby, and then Jonah decided this would be the perfect baby to start the end of the world with, so murdered uh, the the parents of the baby, so now Nicolas Cage has to save the baby before Jonah can sacrifice her during the full moon. And what happened slightly before he killed uh, Nicolas Cage's daughter? I don't remember. He... Tried to force fillet himself inside that's of right, her, that's and right. she bit down. And yeah, that's why he's referred to as Nicholas a couple of times in this movie <laughs> by Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Your honor, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> yeah. So, so we see uh, Jonah King again back around this time, where in a nice little church scene. Nice uh, little church. Nice full church. 
Um, Nicolas Cage kind of walks in and he's like ready for a battle thing. But then everybody in the church has shotguns and they're all part of the cult. All ready and waiting for him, basically. And we see the henchman guy that looks so much like Bob from Twin Peaks. I like yes, had to look to see if it was him. It, <laughs> it is not, but but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, if you've if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen some part of Twin Peaks. He looked like Bob, and it was creepy. Yeah, and uh, Jonah also wears a nice little velvet jacket. Oh, Jonah's outfit outfits in this whole movie are pretty <laughs> spectacular. He's very interview with a vampire styling. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a, a nice little line written down here. Uh, I would cut your throat, listen to you gargle, and eat, finish my morning grapefruit. Yep, he says that's <laughs> that, a piper. That's one in there. That was like, oh, all right, you're legit, I guess. <laughs> oh, he also has the walking stick made out of uh, Nicholas Cage's yes. daughter's femur. Yeah, I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> there, there's also some comments made that he may also be a cannibal. It's just like, wow, this guy's just. The worst. Basically, after the church thing, he shoots Nicolas Cage in the eye. It's true. Nicholas <laughs> Killing Cage. him instantly, roll credits. No. Uh, but then they, Piper becomes a sex slave, and yep. the end. Yep. They they hop into the RV and drive off with uh, a couple cars and stuff chasing behind them, and a couple people back at the church just to, I don't know, bury the body or whatever. Clean up the mess. Off. Yeah. Uh, but of course, five minutes later, Nicolas Cage wakes up, kills them all. Kills everyone. Slowly but surely grows back his eye. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Piper then, decides she's got to fight back and try and rescue the baby because Nick Cage died to save that baby. That's right. And then, like, mid-fight, like, she's getting down to where it's basically just her and Jonah. And Jonah's kind of beating his ass. And that's when Nicolas Cage comes screaming up, of course, in another muscle car he was able to find. Yep. Uh, so many muscle cars. By the way, did you notice the first muscle car, the one they stole from Piper's first boyfriend, uh, the license plate was, was uh, drive angry? Yes, yes, okay. yes. That was <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also, the like, during the chase, uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, followed by a couple guys in cars, it, it literally pulled out of the fucking forest after him, which yeah. is kind of weird. Uh, it goes driving through a warehouse, and he saved it at the last minute when there's a giant fucking hole that one of the car just drives into when he's yeah. firing at it. Yeah. It's like, where did that come from? Eh, it doesn't matter. Don't don't think too hard about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. The three cars driven by Nicolas Cage in this film are a 1964 Buick Riviera. Yeah! A 1969 Dodge Charger with a 440 engine and a 1971 Chevy Chevelle SS 454. At WonderCon 2010, Nicolas Cage narrated the entire film. What? I wonder if that's what on the DVD commentary. <laughs> we'll have to check the commentary tracks uh, now and see if that's one of them. Oh, man. Oh, uh, so yeah, so at the end of the uh, RV fight and the whole chase thing, uh, Piper's able to escape Jonah King by running out the back of the RV... And onto the hood of the car. And oh, don't worry, because Nick Cage had already shot out the uh, the windshield of his car, so she's able yeah. to just slide basically just right in. Right in. Because uh, that works. Also, weird how none of these cars in this movie had safety glass. They all had, like, the shattery oh, type of glass. all the shattery, like, sugar glass. Yeah. yeah it was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was spectacular. Uh, so, and, and he, the hood's been shot a whole bunch of times, so the car dies. What was that? He shoots out the radiator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is the Buick Riviera still. Yeah, Buick yeah, Riviera. Sorry. Yeah, that they stole from uh, 
Piper's boyfriend. And so Jonah King drives off in the RV, then they have to pull up the side of the road, and one of my favorite parts is where uh, Nicolas Cage is like, we gotta hide this car. So they push it for like the next eight hours, right? apparently. <laughs> just well, on the and side I do like where Piper's like, why? Why shouldn't I just call the police right now? And he's like, because you're wanted for shooting two cops. And she's like, fuck. And then we meet John, uh, Nicolas Cage's friend, Webster, played by David Morse. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. <sighs> great, such a great actor wasted in this movie. Yeah. I wanted to know more about his limp. Yeah. Where did he get that? Probably did his own stunts while shooting the rock. I don't know. <laughs> no, but, like, because he had his no. leg all strapped up. Like, yeah. I thought they were going to go into that. I'm assuming it must have something to do with the way Nick Cage died. Probably. Probably, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he wants to go, he wants to go with Cage and Piper. Cage says, no, I need Piper by my side, but you need to stay back. I need you later. By the way, he seems relatively unfazed that his friend he watched die <laughs> he watched, is yeah. just back. Like, oh, Oh, you're back. Well, here, let me make you a sandwich and get you a beer or something. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd be like, hey, let's have a talk about this. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, yeah, basically David Morris fills in all the exposition where he's like, oh, I must die, you know, went bad and came back, and then Jonah came in and killed your daughter, but he bit his dick off, and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, and, oh, and, and, and that's where you get Cage's description of hell, where he's talking about, like, yeah, I saw the whole thing. And... Yeah, I had to watch it all, and that's why I had to break out, because I needed vengeance. And Yeah. And then he makes a mention about drinking beer from his enemy's skull. Yeah, <laughs> And it's like, could this be foreshadowing? Ooh, God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, so then for the final battle, they uh, <laughs> take David Morse's... Uh, Morse's Chevelle SS. <laughs> yep. He's got he's got the two cars ready to go. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's got to drive the other. I I couldn't quite see what the other one was, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, that was the other one here. Uh, yeah, the Continental or something. No. Uh, so yeah. So then they go to the final battle. Oh no, no, no we're not quite there because okay. Jonah calls in the cops, giving him a tip where that's Nicolas right. Cage and uh, Piper are at. And that's when we get the the cops chasing after them, and they have the big uh, blockade, and basically Nicolas Cage and Amber Heard are trapped. Uh. Until the accountant shows up driving behind everybody in a big uh, hydrogen tanker. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> and he just drives right behind them, makes it flip over as he like gently walks out on the hood of another car. Explosion, killing everyone instantly. No, not everyone, but not quite everybody. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much. It should yeah. have been, but, <laughs> but yeah, and it's the most like horrible, like obvious, like green screen and CGI. It just oh, it's so bad. Horribly shot scene all around, but but at the same time, still just stupid. Oh yeah, Nicholas Cage, and they get. <laughs> They escape by driving, like, under it as it rolls over a couple of cop cars before it <laughs> explodes. It's horrible, horrible. Stillwater, Louisiana is where it goes down, and I guess that was an old prison. That's right, it was yeah. an old prison. Yeah, that's right, because they're uh, they're going to do the sacrifice under the hanging tree. That's right. That's all right. right. That's what uh, I was just It all makes sense at. now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, this movie is horrible. That's just what his notes say. God damn it, this movie is horrible. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, then, then we find out that the uh, the gun that Nicolas Cage has in this mystical suitcase or whatever is called the Iron God Killer. 
Yep, and if he shoots you with it, you don't go to heaven, you don't go to hell, you cease to exist. That's right, and that's why the accountant's scared of him and kind of chasing him down, because he's not supposed to have that kind of power and be using it, and he has to go back to hell. Yeah, and he had, he, a few people have made it out of hell, and that's not what surprised him, but he doesn't know how he got out of there with the god killer. That's what and, he wants to I'm know. And I'm pretty sure they stole that from Supernatural, right? Was it just me? Yeah, no, definitely. Because Supernatural's sure. been on for, what, 24 years now, it seems? A, a long time, and I remember that being like a season two thing. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but yeah, the Iron God Killer, which is awesome. It is um, an amazing gun. And so Jonah's, Jonah's cult is trying to bring hell to Earth and bring the Oh, and this is also where that. the accountant talks about how... Um, the devil is really just kind of a prison warden for yeah. a really big prison. He's actually a pretty and nice guy. <laughs> he really, really hates it. It really irritates him when people sacrifice children in his name because he's not a babysitter. He's a prison warden. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, the accountant knows that Nick Cage wants to stop this from happening. And so basically the accountant's like, if he takes you out, I win. You're going back to hell, which is where I'm supposed to put you. If you take him out, I win, because then my boss isn't annoyed. Either go. way, I win, so go do your job. Uh, by the way, holding Piper captive this whole time, and I'm just like, then let him fucking go! Yeah. Why don't you let Piper go with him, too? Yeah. Why, don't, why, why, why hold her at gunpoint at this point? Why not just be, like, now you've got the gun killer, be like, here's your bitch, go do what you need to, and then you and I will settle our, our accounts. There you go. Instead, yeah, holds Piper hostage, and then there's a couple security guard with the cult or whatever guys that come up and like, hey, what are you doing? After in Nick there? Cage leaves, yeah, after Nick Cage leaves, yeah, sorry. They go up to the watchtower to go watch the whole thing. Yeah, and then he does that thing with his coin that's like Captain America, like through both uh, of their heads and into yes. the wall or whatever. No, no, it doesn't quite go through the second guy's head. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, kinda... in all the commotion, Piper gets breaks loose, grabs the God Killer. Yeah. And the accountant goes, like, he would have killed me if he wanted me dead. He was just using this to keep me at bay. Um, you can go to him now. Like, I, you know, I'm done with you. Basically. <laughs> go help him. <laughs> um, she takes the god killer down the stairs with her. And then he does a thing where he's standing over the bodies where he just kind of puts his hand out. And the coin gets sucked out of the guy's skull yeah. into his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie is crazy, but it's also kind of cool. I mean, it really, it's just a total grindhouse movie it, all around. Um, For sure. I also have written down here, more random boobs. Yep. Because the cult is like, I'm assuming they're high on peyote. And just banging all over, there's fire At all over. At least the fat guy also had his shirt off. It's yeah. not just the chicks this yeah, time. Yeah, e equal opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will have the uh, God Killer RV explosion. Yeah, she uses a somebody uses the god killer to shoot one of the church members into the RV <laughs> and then explodes. explodes. Um, yeah. Uh, then there's a bunch of 3D moments. <laughs> epic shootout! Epic shootout! Yeah, big old epic shootout. Lots of 3D slow mo stuff coming at the screen. Uh, Nicholas Cage is just beaten down and about ready to die shot up beaten down with his daughter's femur walking stick and all kinds yeah. of stuff and then uh, he gets distracted turns back Nicolas Cage has the killer sends Jonah King back to hell or back to non-existence yeah it's... just explodes him into the air and yeah. Oh, God, this movie, Steve. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's still not over. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, Nicolas Cage basically is dying. Uh, they rescue the baby um, from being slaughtered. 
the the accountant actually grabs the baby from one of the cult members who the a lady who's just standing there like shaking and crying hands the baby to piper nicholas cage just goes like you have to take her now and my friend will take care of you. Yeah, handing the baby off to Piper. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't want the fucking baby. Oh, and she does not look like she wants that baby. She's like, uh, you son of a bitch, I just won't get drunk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, his limp buddy, limping buddy shows up. <laughs> yeah, David Morse. Uh, yeah. In the other car to take Piper and the baby away. They go off to, I don't know, live happily ever after. Yeah. Uh, cut back to... Nicholas Cage and the accountant and the accountant and Nicholas Cage is just drinking beer a beer out of Jonah King's skull <laughs> and I'm like skull. yes yes this oh. is why I watched this movie <laughs> oh that is the whole reason to get to the end of the movie the accountant snaps his fingers one more time and a and magical a, car pops like up like yeah. 50s Bel Air or something appears yeah in matte black yeah, but they both get in the car and drive off into the oh, sunset. Nick Cage makes something about, like, if you gotta go down the road to hell, this is the way to do it, or something. Yep. And uh, they just drive off through horrible CG, hell, Oh my bridge, god. You know, it should have just ended with them getting in the car. It should have ended there. Yeah. But no, it goes on for, like, another minute and a half of the worst CG. It makes the CG hell in Spawn look... <laughs> it's very similar. ...almost acceptable. It's very similar. So would you recommend Drive Angry? As a grindhouse movie, I totally would. But you know what it, I do? It is horrible. It's it's, <laughs> it's bad. If you enjoy just ridiculous shoot 'em up movies, uh, yes. If ridiculous shoot 'em up movies are not your thing, no, don't bother doing it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's fantastic. So, sweetie, one more beer before we go into fun facts. Fun facts, super <laughs> fun facts, fun fun facts. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So, we're down to some of our last of our beer camp beers. Yes, your Nevada beer camp beers. This is a dry hopped Berliner Weiss, brewed in conjunction with uh, St. Arnold Brewing Company. I almost said St. Archer. <laughs> um, Texas St. Arnold Brewery takes a broad view of beer style, mastering everything from traditional German-inspired recipes to big experimental creations. Together, we teamed up to brew this... A dry hopped Berliner Berliner style vice, featuring a fruit forward hop character backed with, uh, backed by a snap of mild tartness. It boasts flavor that's complex, compelling, and very drinkable. Brewed in Chico, California, in Mills River, North Carolina, bring, uh, bringing to bring you the finest quality beers. There you go. From beer camp across the world. All right, I'm gonna finish off this beer real quick. You talk, Steve. All right, excellent. Well. Fun facts. I guess we'll start off with uh, Faster. Um, I mentioned the uh, Carlo Gugino played the role of Cicero, one of the detectives that uh, helps out Billy Bob Thornton. Apparently, Sama Hayek was cast as Cicero, but dropped out a week before filming began due to a scheduling what? conflict. So we could have had Sama Hayek in that movie with The Rock. For the fight scene in the club toilet, yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson spent two days learning 52 Blocks, a fighting style that originated in West Coast prisons. Whoo, Steve, How's I took that? a sip of this beer. How is it? It's sour. Well, it is a Berliner style Ooh. place. Uh, yeah, very Belgian-y. Not getting a lot of the hot flavor off of it, but uh, definitely getting the uh, the tartness. Oh, yeah. Especially like, after that doppel. It's like a sweet tart. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sweet and sour. Yeah, it's almost like a lemon head. Mm. Yeah, it's a cloudy beer, white frothy head. Yeah, oh my gosh. 
Yeah, yeah it gets you right in the saliva glands, doesn't it? Yep, I'm just gushing now. So if, I, if I'm talking and you hear a lot of slurping, I apologize, but get you right there. Um, any guess which movie had the better Metascore? <laughs> Drive Faster? <laughs> You're actually kind of correct. They both had the exact same Metascore what? of 44. Oh my god, for yeah. completely different reasons. For, uh, apparently. <laughs> apparently the half that hated one loved the other. <laughs> right? In uh, Drive Angry, <laughs> not Drive Faster, coin... Uh, basically, the coin they count and use throughout the movie is an obolos from ancient Greece. In those days, obolos were placed on the dead man's hand or two over their eyelids by mourners as payment to Sharon, the ferryman, who was in charge of crossing souls over river sticks into Hades, yeah, the Greek version say. of hell. Yeah, you gotta pay the toll to get across the river sticks. <laughs> gotta pay the toll, troll toll to get, get into this the boy's hole. You gotta pay, pay the, the troll toll, toll to, to get, get in. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Todd Farmer, who wrote the screenplay for the film, has a cameo appearance as the boyfriend of Amber Heard's character. Oh! He is discovered to be cheating on her, gets badly beaten by her, and is laterally tortured for information by the accountant. Alright. So we have him to blame. Oh, we forgot about the part how he actually ends up dying. Yeah. He gets a vase through the eye, or... Oh, baseball bat. Baseball bat through the eye. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that it was pretty. It was actually pretty gruesome. Yeah, with the cops there and everything, he just talking shit or whatever, and he like breaks a baseball bat in half, throws it in uh, to like pin his shoulder to the wall. He's like, yeah. And, and the boyfriend's like, "Why does everyone want to hurt me?" Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, the last part's the other half of the bat being thrown through his eye. Yeah, pretty fucked up. Um, <laughs> the original skipped envisioned John Milton as a 70-year-old man, and the producers were looking for an actor reasonably close to that age to play the part. When Nicolas Cage expressed interest, however, they decided to make the character ages irrelevant and cast him instead. Ah, uh, so sweetie. What did we learn from Drive Faster? Oh, Drive Faster. <laughs> oh. I learned that uh, car-based vengeance always works. Every yeah. time. I learned... That uh, Dwayne Johnson and William Fickner have something in common. Yeah. They cannot be killed by mere mortal weapons. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, <laughs> uh, I learned um, Nicholas Cage does not look good with bleach tips. He really doesn't, unfortunately. It's not flattering at all. And I no idea. Also, I learned, uh, or I reaffirmed my beliefs that Nicholas Cage is not allowed to leave the state of Louisiana. Yeah, I can see that. It looked, it looked like that was shot down in Louisiana. For the it most was. Part. It was all shot in Baton Rouge. Was it? I yeah. Well, I know they were saying they were going like state to state. Like, no, when I looked up the cars, it came up that the whole movie was shot in like Baton Rouge. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I learned that a very interesting spinoff would be entitled "The Killer and the Accountant." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bring the two universes together. Oh my God, those two, William Fickner and uh, the killer is Oliver something. Oliver Jackson Cohen. Oh, those two would be so much fun. Buddy road trip film. Yes. William Fickner's powers, for whatever reason, are like decreased. Oh, the powers in his coin, and somebody steals his coin and goes cross country with it, and he has to hire the accountant to drive him the, cross the country. Killer. The killer. Because he's uh, the accountant. Yeah, the accountant hires the killer to drive him cross country to go and get his coin back. On the next Forensic Files. 
Uh, and the closer he gets to the coin, the more his powers increase. Yes. So the more supernatural deaths can happen, the closer he gets to the coin. And then the final kill. Ooh, Kevin Bacon stole the coin. Yes. And so then he gets to have another coin going slowly through his head yes. or whatever in the finale. You could just do the like... Spoiler alert for a uh, certain pretty. movie. <laughs> oh. oh, Steve, I'm into this movie. I like it. And they, they can even call it Drive Faster. They can call it Drive Faster. <laughs> and everyone will be like, where's Ryan Gosling? I thought he'd be in the sequel to this Drive movie <gasps> called Drive Faster. <gasps> Ryan Gosling steals the coin. No, even better. <laughs> Ryan Gosling's just crossing a road in the middle of nowhere in the dark and gets hit by the car. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then you just get like some sort of like, well, that was irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was dressed like a douche. <laughs> Ooh, the killer takes his jacket. <laughs> oh, it's my size. Uh, Asshole. So yeah, join us next week when we talk about more doppelganger movies. Uh, what's next? Oh, next week's a good one. It involves the president, security. <laughs> it's going to be Olympus has fallen and White House down. White House has fallen! White House has fallen! Ah! <laughs> Olympus down! <laughs> Olympus down! I like Olympus down. Olympus down? Alright, well, yeah, that, that sounds like the most epic pillow you've ever rested your head on. <laughs> this pillow's made of Olympus down. Ooh, the finest geese. Greek geese. <laughs> Available only at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so until next time, uh, also big shout out to all of our patrons out there. Congratulations Woo! on uh, one of our patrons, Ruben, who is now officially an American citizen. Get that man a gun and a Coke. That's right. <laughs> Congratulations, and I'm so sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, we get to share the burden of shame. <laughs> <laughs> and also a four-finger discount. Uh, big shout out to all the uh, Movie Pod Squad guys out there. They're not uh, Movie Pod Squatters anymore. Oh, they're still Movie Pod Squad. There's also the Podfix Network, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, all, all the uh, wonderful movie podcasters out there. Yeah, they're all awesome. I just thought that, I thought you guys were disbanding the movie pod squad. So what happens when you don't do Twitter? <laughs> I do Twitter, occasionally. Really? Where do you do Twitter? I tweet on my phone. At? On Daddy Venus. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from Movies. movies. Uh, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the bees. Ah!